Good morning, everyone. Hey, it is uh, it's almost 11.11, guys. It's 11.10 today. And I find that interesting. Um, I have to tell you guys about what happened over the weekend and what's been going on in my life lately. Some progress. Um, some upgrades and stuff. So, basically, I work at a little shop on the Strand down in historic Galveston, Texas. And what if y'all don't know, which I didn't know, it wasn't common knowledge that Galveston is an island. It's not just a city in Texas, Texas. And I literally think there's something to being surrounded by water for one, because it's one of the elements. And for two, it separates me from the mainland. I feel like I'm literally on Hawaii right now, like because that's how energy is different here, like how different it feels. Y'all know how it is when you come to the beach anyways. It's kind of euphoric and, oh, my God, you just smell that sea air, the salt, and you taste it, the sand in your teeth. It crackles when you put your teeth together and you think you chipped your tooth. Yeah, all of that. All of those sensations, like, um, they're every day for me. And I get salt in my hair and my hair gets beachy and, you know, gritty. And it's kind of cool, you know. It's kind of like... Janice Joplin hair. Like you smoke a little bit and get a little dirty, then it starts to look beachy, you know. And I'm still getting used to that because I, I have a different look. I, um, I'm i still letting my hair grow. And I have many hygiene problems that I didn't experience in Ohio because it's much hotter here. So, um, you know, I'm facing some, some <laughs> personal women issues that maybe I could talk about because, um, quite honestly, I've always lived raw and authentically. And now I think I'm connected with Girl Talk Radio. I think that's the name of the platform. Um, correct me, someone. Uh, message me and let me know on Anchor. I broadcast on Anchor. Uh, so anyways, check it out. There was a bike rally here this weekend, and it was four days. Not two days. Not three days. Four days. Okay. And uh, here I am in therapy for, like, sexual assault and, um, you know, like what's happened to me in my past, you know, like, uh, you know, sexual abuse as a child and all of this churning up and explaining how I've lived my whole life in, under the notion that sex was love. And it's actually two different things. So and I've never made that um, differentiation or whatever, because when I was very young, sexual things were done to me and I I guess I took on a belief that that was love, you know, so I always lived my life in line with the sexual attractions that I was having and then didn't know why the rest of it wasn't working out. You know, I thought the rest of it would fall in place like that was enough to fix it, you know. But in a lot of situations, it's not you're just lying to yourself, you know, because you need that person to be whole and complete and then. I need to be whole and complete. And then we come together and those things work because we're already on our own two feet. Nobody's codependent or an addict anymore. You know, things like that. Many things come into play, but um, I was already in, in trauma therapy. I've been in trauma therapy for like six weeks now. And it's the best thing I've ever done, even though it was the most horrible thing I've ever done. I've had to face every fear that I ever had. Guns, because my mom shot at my dad when I was two. And I was in the house, so that bang, you know, that literal vibration went through me. And I've been 
fearful of guns ever since. But here I am in Texas and facing that I'm standing in the middle of a crowd who every single person is probably holding, you know, but it's safe there that somehow we're going to keep peace. So I had to pray y'all. I had to pray and, and hope that God would keep peace in the strand and keep everyone safe. Because if one soul goes down, instead of 400,000 people going home to tell everyone that they had an amazing time at Galveston and they were so warmly welcomed by the people in the shops that, that, that instead they're going to tell the story is going to be all over the news that something horrible happened here. So I had to pray that everyone, every single soul on that strand was cared for and loved and, and, and protected this weekend by, you know, the, the island gods, you know, the, the Galveston Island gods and spirits, the spirits of this island. Because I think the spirits enjoy seeing people flourish and watching it. It's like watching on TV. You know, you get to walk through and see things that other people don't get to see. You know, you got all access pass, you know. And um, I think spirits excited that their island's doing well. I just some of them are very disgruntled, you know, that because they're tethered in certain spaces and they can't leave. Other ones are free to roam. And they're having the human experience through human eyes and soul, but they don't have a body, you know, and that sucks. But, you know, and the thing is, they're all around us. They will answer us and talk to us and interact with us if we ask, but rarely do any of us ask, you know. So I'm asking from a, a, a medium standpoint for you to please chat with your loved ones. They would love for you to pay attention to them. Okay. They are on the other side. It doesn't matter what vibration they're in. If they're tethered here, um, you're going to, you know, make them happy. They're going to, they're in the room with you. You're going to talk to them. And then if you are, um, you know, if you're, if your family, if you're good and your family, if your family went to heaven, as you would call it, if you're, uh, happy with your divinity and you know that your loved ones are safe and in heaven or in the higher dimensional realm, then yes. That's absolutely true. And they would love to hear from you as well because they're watching and they're helping. So they're helping as much as they can, but they could help a lot more if you ask and give permission. So I'm just going to tell you to lean into that inclination to talk to your aunt or your cousin or your mom or your dad or your friend, you know, because they really want to intervene and help you. But most of the time their hands are tied. But anyways, this island is very active because the hurricane that happened. And of course, I moved to the haunted island, you know, um, but I don't say haunted like the whole fucking thing's haunted. It's just certain spots that are really concentrated. Um, other spots are not as concentrated, but they're still all over the island. You know, people died all over this island, you know. So some died in the streets. They could go anywhere, basically, you know, but the ones that died in spots, I think that they are tethered in those hotels there with they hung themselves like the girl in the Galvez. She's stuck there. She's in purgatory there. And that sucks. I'd be pissed off, too, you know. Um, but anyways, um, beyond talking about metaphysics and spirituality and, you know, entities and spirits. Um, this has been the best thing I've ever done for myself because when I was working, let me explain it to you this way. When I rolled into Texas, I had nothing, nothing. Okay. 
um, went homeless for two and a half weeks and lost the rest of what I had because I had to leave my car behind. I had to leave uh, most of my items. I only had like two small thermal bags on a Greyhound to come to Houston with. So I even left all my nail and hair stuff in Bryan, Texas and gave it away to the girls there because I couldn't bring it on the Greyhound. I came to Houston. I traded my whole life down to everything I owned, gave it all up for a brand new life. And now I'm rooted over here and I'm about to go get a driver's license. And um, I started college and I got a little job down at Del Sol. And Del Sol is like that place where if you put your items out into the sunlight, they change colors. Like these beautiful colors show up and the flowers come out and the crystals activate. And also um, the Carrie Loja shop is inside of the Del Sol shop. So they're like sister companies. And their products are amazing too. They're you won't puddle sweat at night because their sheets actually um, they wick away moisture and uh, you know cotton puddles and stays wet. These sheets do not. It's instantaneous. Like it evaporates off the sheets as as you go through the night. So um, to me, these sheets are well worth the cost because they're durable and it's helpful for Mother Earth because. If you get three or four sets of these sheets in your household or even two and one, you won't have to replace them for a very long time. They're very durable. You literally have to cut bamboo sheets to get them to rip. Okay. And they have super sturdy. I'm selling this shit to y'all. Go to Carrie Lohan. Look yourself. Read this shit yourself. I'm off work right now. <laughs> but anyways, I had to plug my store a little bit. And I got to work and I got my hourly wage and my boss bought me lunch on Friday or Saturday. And then um, I got to walk around a lot um, on the clock because my um, my friend Lucy, Lucio, his mother is my boss, Teresa, or not Teresa, Trish. And then Lucio is a rising star. He already does gigs and sings all over this island, you know, like he can do modeling, he can do acting, he can do, um, he's a performer, a stage performer of all different, anything you want, honey, anything you ask for, you could probably do it and, um, sing you a song on top of it. But, um, so anyways, uh, as long as he's there, I get to hang out with him because he's her son. So I got to walk all over the bike fest and just see, take in all of what was going on. And it was just crowded. And really all it was, y'all, was people showing off their bikes, talking about bikes and revving up bikes. And then, yeah, titties and beer, honey, because there was, you know, they're scantily clad, but no one took their clothes off unless it happened later at night. You see, because I don't know what happens um, after I left the shop and stuff. Because I just went home. It was way too crowded for me. And I'm dressed like a popsicle. You know, my little bubblegum self. I'm wearing pink and purple. And yeah, it was so funny. I'm like, do you want to stand out in the middle of a bunch of, you know, a crowd of bikers? Then wear, wear pink. You know, <laughs> that was pink head to toe on Sunday. Mm. See, they get to experience me as much as I experience them. So it was interesting when they were walking by our little bubblegum shop that you know with the crystals on the shirt that make the color come out when I'm like 
this is crazy. I actually work in a shop where the shirts have crystals on them. And that's what you guys will have to look it up. It's delsold.com, you know, and it's really cute. They have adorable styles for all kids and sunglasses and stuff. It's it's amazing. And you will have so much fun with it if you've never heard of it. Um, but anyways, um, they come by my shop and here I am. My Air Force Ones are hot pink, you know, like the swoosh. And then I got my whole pink outfit on. And I'm like, oh, this has got to be a delight for their eyes as well. Because it's kind of, it's a sheer shirt that I have. And my little cami shows through it. Then I have my Nordstrom bras on. And I it was kind of, it was hinting at sexual, you know. And then I get to stand at my little doors down there. And I already felt the prostitution vibe coming through. I felt very Jezebel at the door before the biker rally. So here I am at the front door vaping as all these bikers are revving their masculine energy up in front of me. And I literally, my sacral chakra burnt the fuck up. It literally burnt the fuck up. I mean, I was just like, there's so many fucking gorgeous men. I mean, I'm not, besides the biker part, you guys, I mean, these men maintain themselves well. They've got money. They're gorgeous. And let me tell you about this experience. Okay, so I go over to get a brisket sandwich. And if you ain't ever had a Texas brisket sandwich, you're insane. You need to come here for that and go to, if you can't go anywhere else, get a friend or a, a neighbor to cook you some brisket, honey, you're going to have to go to Papa's and Papa's, P-A-P-P-A-S. And they're, they have delicious breakfast tacos with brisket and they have a chopped brisket sandwich that's to die for. And, um, we lived in Houston, and Houston's a very foodie city. You can find amazing local Southern food here. And, well, over there, because I'm in Galveston now. But, um, okay, so I walked over to get a brisket sandwich on the next block over. And I'm walking back, and the, the let's put it this way, ladies. I'm not going to ruin this buildup by telling you all the details yet, but I'm just going to present it to you like my eyes saw it. I rounded that corner, and there are five guys in sheriff camo. Okay, I'm going to describe this camo to you. You know how there's green and black camo that's real harsh and, you know, kind of army looking? Well, this is that soft brown, sandy, um, beautiful, muted colors, um, neutral colors. And I guess it's made for the desert because it's like grays and beige and white and like ivory. You know what I mean? Like... It's really a soft camo, and they were head to toe in it. Their hats, they they had the full uniform on with boots that matched, and then they have this body pack on, like a vest that has bullets and sexy stuff in there, right? Okay, and it goes over their whole body, and it's like a bulletproof vest, right? And it says sheriff across both front and back, because Texas has like five different level of police here, plus the armed forces, you know. So anyways, these guys are making their presence known and they're like, we're here. And they drive the Galveston police SUV down the gauntlet, just like the bikes were going down the gauntlet. The only vehicles allowed on the strand were emergency vehicles only. And they came through quite often to show that we're here. We'll fuck you up if you start some shit. Because if a riot started, they have to have those in place. So and then let me tell you, that's not something that invokes fear. It, it made me feel safe. But let me finish. So they got these, these beautiful, oh my God, clean, tidy, sexy little uniforms on, right? And there's five of them and they've got a canine unit standing there and he's just sitting there all fierce, just 
all his senses wide open, this dog, you know, and there's five of them and they're standing like different positions, but they're standing real macho and masculine. Uh, honey, I ran to that corner and I thought I entered a calendar, like a fireman's calendar, but it was sheriffs. It was sheriff guys and they should totally capitalize on that. Um, they were all perfectly manicured. Their sunglasses were fucking hot and sexy and that tied everything all together. It was just like, oh, Jesus, I'm melting right here, honey. And I told a woman about that yesterday, and she thought that was the funniest story. And I think you guys will enjoy that story. And so many times did multiple EFT and police come by. They come by in pairs. You know, they walk the strand constantly to, to if, if someone got sick or someone passed out or you know, there's EFTs walking around the strand constantly and somebody could always find one. So they were that fully present. And honey, police officers, sheriffs, uh, Texas Rangers, oh, just about anything you want to look at there, ladies. So you might want to reconsider coming to the biker festival because, okay, now that was the cops and the EFTs. But now think, think clearly here, ladies, that all of these men riding bikes are not thug. A lot of them are police officer, not police officers, doctors, lawyers, people who have money who just want to have that experience. And they get to be that person for the week or the weekend. And they drive off the surges and they fit in just like everyone else. Everyone's accepted. And plus we have our little cliques like the Hispanic guys all run together. The black guys all run together. The white guys. And then you've got the old bikers and the new bikers. And the leisurely bikers, the scooters, the, the slingshots, the slingshots are the three-wheeled vehicles that aren't really motorcycles, but they are loud. They are very loud. They have huge the golf carts, honey. Golf carts taking ice back and forth by the truckload, you know, like little mini trucks buzzing by. This place was thick, like, an, I'm going to say it like an anthill. It was like an anthill, just tons of people everywhere. And it was very, what I would call thick on the strand with people in bikes. And just if you're a single woman, you're crazy for not coming here during that time because all these men have money and lives. They just enjoy riding bikes on the side. They don't, they're not gangsters or anything. I mean, they all have to work. They all have to maintain homes. They have families. They have children. We had a regular business day Saturday. No one came in Thursday and Friday because they were partying. And then they were picking up souvenirs on Saturday, getting ready to go home on Sunday. So that being said, my experience was absolutely mind blowing and I loved it. And it was loud and it was masculine and saturated and sacral energy and chicks passing by and boy shorts and thongs. And um, they were just having a ball, honey. Nothing. They weren't doing anything. Nobody was dancing until after dark time, at least, uh, a little bit of dancing here and there, but nobody was like getting their freak on the streets. There was no gunshots. There was no rowdiness. People were just literally communing and talking and showing off in their bikes and that's it. And it was absolutely an amazing experience and I wouldn't trade that for anything. That was like the most amazing weekend of my life. Although I was completely exhausted because I had to park on 16th, and 16th is really far from Del Sol, but they blocked the streets off to 17th, so I had to park way out there on, you know, on the strand to, to walk in every day, 
And I've been getting my yoga body that I put on my vision board. I'm like, oh my gosh, I did ask for that, didn't I? So that's why all this hardcore exercise. I worked at a place that was going to serve exactly that purpose. Now I joined the gym. I went in there and crushed them kettlebells. And I know I crushed them because um, basically um, the guy told me that I was supposed to drop the ball. I didn't realize I was supposed to drop it. I was heave-hoing it up and down. Like, I was standing on an aerobic step board with, like, two, four of those little things underneath it, like, to raise it up. And I was doing those low dips with the kettlebell, right? And I heard, like, three or four vertebrae pop first thing, like, and I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. And because I was having back issues. And I went to the hydro bed and, you know, did all that hydro massage on my back because there's heated water under under the hydro bed, you know. And so anyways, I, I dipped with those kettlebells and I was like, he, I guess he meant for me to drop it when I got to the bottom, but I brought it back up, you know, and I was in there doing everything but a plie with it, with those things, like twisting all around my body, like weird stuff. I was just wanting, I want my full range of motion back. So it was really fun and uh, I'm proud of myself, but I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up here by telling you guys about something that I don't really want to discuss, but, um, it's about the gym and the first day that I went in, that I was coming in for my first visit outside of, you know, exploring it. And I went back, I wanted to tan, you know, and I got all my bracelets off and I was jamming and I'm such a blissful state. I get in the tanning bed and I forgot my keys. You need the little key fob to turn the tanning bed on. So what did I do? I put my knee up in the middle of the tanning bed. Well, guess what? Like, snap. As soon as I put my knee down, I should have rolled out, you know, because I'm heavy right now. If I would have rolled out, I would have been fine. But I didn't. I put my knee into the glass, and it snapped. I broke the fucking tanning bed, y'all. I had to go up. This fluffy girl had to go up to the guys at the front and tell her, tell them that I broke the damn tanning bed glass, and they were like, Oh, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Are you okay? Do you want to fill out paperwork? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I had a little cut, but I'm like, I'm fine. You know, um, nothing's going to happen. I'm perfectly okay. You know, so um, I decided, I was like, I'm going to leave. This sucks. I'm embarrassed. And then all of a sudden the guy goes, do you want to use the hydro bed? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you're not pissed? Like, he's like, we'll order that on the next round of supplies. And he's like, no big deal. So, do you want to get hydro bed? And I'm like, what? Oh, honey, this is single-handedly like the best place to live in the world. Uh-huh. And things happen for me like that because I anticipate the best, you know, and, and maybe it, it said a lot to a lot of people. Like it made me realize that it wasn't because I was fat. I rolled in and I didn't break it. It was because of the way I got out that it broke. So it was just not carelessness, but unmindfulness. So it woke me up to the fact that if I just had done it the right way, even at my weight, I would not have broken that. It was just an accident. So I'm not going to let that deter me from going to the gym or getting in the tanning bed because I can't get to the beach like I'd like to around here yet, you know, like. And it's cool outside. 
not to mention. <laughs> yes, I came and got Texified because Texas um, is a little bit chilly. It's a little bit chilly right now. And it was 93. And once you get used to it being 195 <coughs> and then it drops to 60, you're like, whoa, you know, that's a pretty good drop. <coughs> and then too cold to go out on the beach to tan, you know. So I'm going to have to, I'm getting smaller right now. I can, people have already commented on my physique because I've been still running groceries and then working in that t-shirt shop, believe it or not, um, bending down and getting into those little shelves underneath to get the t-shirts out so I can stock them. You have to bend a lot and you have to bend a lot to get, um, you know, to change light bulbs. You have to get up on you have to get your balance. Like, there's a lot of reasons that I need to go to the gym and get my balance on, too. Those kettlebells have helped me, you know, stay on balance on top of that board I was standing on, the step aerobics board. See, y'all, I don't even know the lingo yet. Like, that's how far out I am of the loop of fitness. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, all I have to do is do enough stuff to make sure that my... Uh, to keep my body fit, you know, I don't have to know it, how it all works necessarily. So, um, it's probably better that I don't, then I'll try to control it all if I know how it works. And I think that life's just making me busy enough right now. God served me exactly what I needed to get my wish fulfilled. And that was for me to get my body back. And now I've got a job where I have to walk long distances and from parking and then I have to, you know, I joined the gym, so that's important to me. Um, but anyways, I'm going to have to start asking for um, some support on, uh, like, Cash App. Um, if you guys want to hear more of my content, I need help because we're, like, literally out of toilet paper today. And I'm asking for support and donations so I can keep creating content or else I'm going to have to get a second job, like, seriously. And then I have to create less and I'm going the opposite of what I want. And I feel like I have people that can really benefit from all of my uh, metaphysical knowledge and the life that I'm leading right now, how I'm changing things and how I'm thinking. So if you like my content, please feel free to support me and or book a reading. Um, if you want to just help me out, you could go to Cash App. I am at... Um, dollar sign mystical just like it's spelled in the dictionary mystical one 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 and paypal my email is share your abundance just like it sounds three words share your abundance at gmail.com and i would appreciate any support that i get through those means those are the most immediate ways to help me um you can help me literally get toilet paper today <laughs> you know and uh uh, and, and we need a vacuum right now. Um, we don't have a vacuum for our apartment yet. We very have very little furniture. Um, you know, we're, I'm living on gig worker salary here, y'all. And um, what I make at Del Sol. So um, if anybody can help me out, I would really, really superly, superly be grateful for that. Um, so 100 bucks, 50 bucks. I mean, all of it helps, y'all. So, um, and I, you know me, I'm a prideful person and I won't ask unless I need help. And I actually do need help right now. So if you want to book a reading, however, you can get something in exchange for your service. 
Um, and it really does have a vibrational shift that comes with it, you guys. I haven't stressed that enough, I realize, um, that things are going to move for you because when you're stuck, you need a spiritual connection. And you and if you're stuck, that means you're cut off from listening to your intuition. And what this is, is a substitute for your intuition, listening to your intuition. I'm going to connect you with spirit through a reading. Okay. And they're going to give you advice and you don't have to follow it and you don't have to believe it, but you can see it once it rolls out because it always manifests. Everything that I say always manifests. And people tell me, oh, I've got five-star readings on my Simply Divine reading Google, but if I could get back with all the people, you know, I need to do a, an email newsletter, just one, like when I remember it, because I'm not good at monthly things yet. So um, I do need to do that today. So if you guys want to get on my um, list, you're going to have to get a reading from me because I'll put your, put your information, just your email and your photo in my contacts. And then that's all I need for readings. I don't need a single other thing from you for a reading. Um, and then you can just pay me through those means that I mentioned before. And I do have Zelle if anyone needs to reach out to me for Zelle. Um, as soon as I can, I'd like to get a website with quad pay and then I can help people get readings and just pay for them a little at a time, you know, and I could offer bigger services then as well. So, um, maybe people can, I should offer bigger services anyways. I just haven't had time to think it through. Uh, I'm, I'm going to figure out how to get a shop on Instagram. I think you just have to set it up on your phone somehow. And you can book straight through one of my ads for a reading at that point. And uh, maybe start adding some trinkets there, you know, uh, to sell there as well. Um, so anyway, I would appreciate any way, shape, or form. To book a reading, you can go to facebook.com backslash Simply Divine Readings. If you want to type it straight into the top of your browser, um, if you're on Facebook, just type in Simply Divine Readings. You'll see uh, Psychic Medium Missy Conley come up on Facebook. And it'll it'll allow you to message me with questions about how the whole thing works, prices, all the details. There's no commitment. And then you can just decide at that point if you want to book. And then you pay some form of payment. And I immediately send you a copy of your reading and the cards, you know, through your email. And sometimes I can send it through Facebook Messenger um, as an audio file. For some reason, it works through there. But I do 15-minute readings for $15. And that kind of rips the lid off of everything without doing a deep dive. And the 30-minute does more of a deep dive. I need to get to the root of this issue. I want to know, I want to clear this trauma from the past. It's haunting me. Something, somebody's sending me negative energy. I want to get rid of this disease. You don't have to tell me any of your problems. It'll come out in the cards. Like it always comes out in the cards and people are dumbfounded, amazed and shocked. And sometimes it's a future reading and sometimes it's a past reading. I'll read something from someone's past that already happened because I had a skeptic that came in and got a card reading and I just basically read the last six months to him. So if that gives you an idea of how spirit moves through me, a, a skeptic will still come and try me out and I cleaned his clock for him. So I'm like the goat and I say goat meaning 
um, greatest of all time because I'm a Capricorn. Capricorn is the goat. So I'm like the Ali of Oracle card readings. So if you want a really accurate, positive, um, trauma releasing, <laughs> manifestation serving, raising your vibration card reading, that's going to give you a blast of a mystical experience, then you need to go and book it. And if you, if you feel it right now, go do it because you'll talk yourself out of it later on. If you don't do it and live in the moment, you're going to talk yourself out of it. So find me on Facebook, DM me with all your questions. It'll come up or find me on Instagram. I am simply divine readings all together on there. And you can message me. I get my message request. If you're not my friend uh, or you're not my follower, I'll still find you in the message request. Wherever you come through, it's going to come through to me. So feel, please reach out to me and there's someone or many people that, that need this, but they just aren't allowing themselves to have the experience. And I say, when you are stuck and nothing is manifesting, you've got to get a healing modality. You've got to get some kind of crystal energy, whether it's a crystal a healing session or a tuning fork session or some acupuncture or a massage or, um, you know, a card reading or um, some bone throat or, you know, like um, something mystical to, to fire up your connection with spirit because that's, you've cut yourself off from receiving. It's not that you've cut yourself off from God because God will help you survive, but you can't thrive like without, without connecting with your spiritual side. It's not about connecting with God or the goddess or whoever you believe in. It's not about that. It's connecting with those energies inside of yourself. Um, you know, like <clears throat> I am making a conscious choice to cater to my spiritual side more. So I'm going to meditate more every day. I'm going to start meditating for five minutes every day. I'm going to slam down this decision and decide that this is what I want to do for myself. <clears throat> and then basically you don't need other people. Once you've built that habit, for yourself, you see people thriving and doing well on the internet. That's what they're doing. They're taking care of their mind, body, and spirit. All human beings have these requirements. They have to all work together. And pretty soon when you get compliant enough, it will become fluid. And that's when you start living in the flow. And things start, you don't have to even try anymore. Things just start coming to you because you're so magnetic and attractive. And you've been putting out to the universe that you want to love yourself so much that things that love you automatically show up for you. And now you got that momentum going and you have flipped your life from having to go out and work a 3D job into working through spirit and spirit attracts things for you. You don't have to live working at a nine to five job anymore. You can live in your creative ability to share content online like I'm doing. I developed these muscles one at a time, y'all. I didn't all of a sudden say, oh, I'm gonna manifest I'm going to be on the, I'm on the island. I'll, you know, I did start saying, I'm interested in seeing if the law of attraction works, you know, and then I started practicing and then it, it didn't hurt anything because I was just living my life anyway. So how does it hurt to try something? And it, in no way, energy is what everything's made of. It doesn't interfere. It's like the building blocks. It's the pixels that reality is put together with. So it doesn't interfere with any religious cycles or any, Asking the universe for something or asking 
the, your version of the creator for something is your business. And when you ask or pray or meditate, that's how you connect is your business. If you're Wiccan and you want you like me, I want to go out to the beach and connect with that Celtic part of myself. You know, I want to honor my ancestry that way. And, and no one's allowed to take that from me. I mean, that's that's like saying I can't pray, you know. So you do that in your own way. But when you go out there, ask for more specific things, ask for red bottoms, ask for, you know, your aunt to be healed or ask for love to be brought to you, for you to be shown what real love is, for money to be brought to you in the form of love from other people, you know, like for manifestation to be shown to you that it really works. You want to see behind the veil. You want to know how this universe really works, how you've been attracting all this negative is because you've been thinking about all this negative. And if you switch to thinking positive that over time, it's going to take over and you're going to replace all that negative in your brain with positive. And then pretty soon you're going to be attracting the opposite and you're at the other end of the polarity. You're not on the negative end. You're on the positive end. You're radiating and beaming. And all of these things are just working out in your favor and your life starts rolling in like the ocean. It just continuously gives you flow and favor and money coming thickly into your life and blessings pouring in and people saying nothing but good things about you and love in all of its forms, you see? And that's super powerful to know that we're all on the brink of learning these things. And just if you think you're excluded, you're not because if you're on television or internet, you're being reprogrammed as we speak with you know, you might be at a percentage now where you're getting 70% dark and 30% light. But as time moves forward um, into the new age, you're going to be seeing 60% and 40% positive. 50-50, uh, you're going to move into more um, like 40% negative and 60% positive. You're going to start pushing more and more negative out of your life as you realize that life can become more peaceful. So... That's what how it happens, y'all. And I'm at a percentage right now. The last four days, I've been at 110% positive. I've been absolutely beaming. This, this thing triggered everything in me and cleared it all at the same time. I can feel safe around all of these men. And not once did I ever feel like I was going to get raped. Those things happened within relationships and within the home. When I was married and when I lived in my home. That's when those things happened to me. When I should have felt safe, I didn't get to feel safe. And that stems from the childhood trauma of never having that foundation of feeling safe and secure in where you are. And that was taken from me at age two when the gun went off in the house. So you see how it all comes back to yourself? Like it all comes back to whatever made you feel less than. And when you find that source... Then you can start to dissolve it a little at a time and pick away. And pretty soon you sweep that bitch out of the closet and your soul is free. You get to radiate and attract what you want and things will start to come to you. You don't chase things. You Things automatically come to you. They fluidly flow to you. They gracefully roll in like the ocean waves. It just keeps coming. It's all this blessing and money and love and friendship and community and you even get so happy, you might want to volunteer and go help other people because it feels so good to be in your shoes. You want to share it with other people. Your cup's overflowing. 
See, and that's where I've been for four days because when you take something, you take everything away from someone and they're dead broke and they have nothing, then everything brings you joy when you get to experience it. It's like being in a brand new world. It's like having nothing and then being given everything and being able to be there for this festival and being paid and being sober where I'm safe. I know if I'm in an altered state, I'm probably not going to be safe. Like if I drink, I'm not going to be safe. I'm putting myself in a vulnerable place um, when I drink. But I did vape my Delta H for anxiety. And that did tremendous things. It blended, it helped lubricate those worlds coming together. Like I'm triggered by all these guys, but I'm still safe. I'm still in my shop. My boss is here. All these people that were set up for the Marines, they were fundraising, selling booze, you know, through our front door. It's like they made it into a bar. So I had a, our t-shirt shop got turned into a bar and it was quite interesting from my point of view, but we had all of these people around me and I never once, I said, it's amazing how you can have a spiritual experience at a biker rally because I'm like, I've never felt safer. I actually felt safer among thousands of men than I ever did with any of my husbands or at home with my dad and mom, you know, and that's the realization that, that I think that trauma's cleared. You know, I, I feel safe in the world again. I feel like I can trust God. I feel like I can trust goddess. I can trust myself. I, you know, that I can go out here and not be scared to go grocery shopping that someone's going to get me, you know, and I was, I think I was getting combative. I was getting to the point where I was going to smack somebody if they came at me, you know, I was getting fearful out there guys last year with the panic attacks and stuff. So this is where I'm at now is, is so, so, so much progress. And, uh, I shared that with my therapist the other day because my creativity is coming back and, um, I did some pretty cool drawings and stuff. You guys, I'm really excited and she was excited. And then I got more excited because I saw that she was pleased with my progress and, and all the stories I had about the biker rally and stuff. It was interesting. So if you would please go to TikTok um, and follow me, I need a thousand followers to go live and teach about metaphysics and manifestation and also do my Oracle card readings. Um, cause I can monetize once I get there with a thousand followers and I have about 400 right now. So, um, my TikTok is also simply divine readings. So look for me on there, please. Um, all right, you guys, I'm going to hop off here for the day. Um, get going with whatever spirit tells me to do next. So, um, if you're someone I, I've given a reading to, expect an email because I'm going to do just a real quick um, email reminder. Just, hey, I'm over here. Maybe you guys want to book a reading because out of sight, out of mind, you know, and I haven't I haven't emailed anyone in months. <laughs> I haven't been because I've been, you know, settling in over here and whatnot. And now I think it's just time, you know. So. Yeah, I'm literally signing on right now so I can move into that before I lose my momentum. So, but um, anyways, thanks for listening, guys. And I love you, love you, love you. If you want to reach me, um, just go to that 
Simply Divine Facebook page um, and find me there. My name is Missy Conley on there. My home Facebook page, my personal is Missy Fox because I am trying to manifest a divorce. But on my business, it still says Missy Conley. So, but that's who I am. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, guys. I'm super, 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 super sonic grateful for every listener across every platform. And if you need me, text me or message me. I'm going to help you. So, all right, guys. Talk to you later. Have fun and be blessed because you are loved and uh, spirit will find you one way or the other. <laughs> you know, like the sooner or later you're going to pray anyway and get that bad off. But, um, all right. Love you guys and, and blessings from Galveston, Texas. Okay. Bye-bye.